0: what's
1: going on everybody we are back with episode 15 of the return jack and Lockie from the hardwood rundown podcast we out here um, we've got our two number one seeds from last year the utah jazz and the philadelphia 76ers um, yeah shit let's fucking get into it hey eh? um, go go with the jazz because they were like the number one seed yeah i think um, Overall last year
0: Yeah Also Just guys hey. Hard to run down t-shirts If anyone actually wants a t-shirt I will order more I will order more And we will um, We will sell them So Bang. I don't know Just It was actually Lockie's birthday present Happy birthday Lockie Thanks um, For three weeks ago Yeah <laughs> Um, But they finally came And um, Yeah they're actually pretty lit So Yeah I like them um. So what we're starting with the Jazz. Yeah. Very good year. Um. It actually caught me by surprise. Um, yeah. How good their year was. They I don't, they went on like a damn near like twenty game win streak or something. I can't yeah. even remember. Like, um. Obviously, Spider Mitchell was lit as fuck as always. He's um. He's one of the best young players in the league. He can do everything at an elite level. Um. He's a future superstar. Um, he's a superstar for Utah, but as a superstar in the league, um, say so he's probably one. I, I, when I think superstar, I think probably LeBron, KD, Giannis. Kawhi. Kawhi, James Harden. And that's yeah. about it. I've only got like five oh Oh, Steph Curry. So I've only got like six on the list. Um, yeah. Probably. But he's a future superstar in this league. Um, and I think he showed it last year. I think. I really wanted them to make the finals. And I think they could have, made if they got past, I think if they got past um, the Clippers, they could have definitely made it to the finals. I think they could have beaten Phoenix, but obviously um, fell short with the Clippers exposing the hell of uh, Rudy Gobert. I, I, I think he's a great rear protector. He's the best defending center in the league, mm. he leads mm. most advanced defensive stats. But defending the perimeter is not good, and he's he's too he's not agile. He's too slow. He's seven foot one, and he just got exposed. Um, and I think that's a big knock on him as like a defender. I think a lot of people thought Ben Simmons should have won perimeter, uh, perimeter defensive player of the year. Mm. But um, I think Rudy Gobert was a safe pick. But then obviously just fell apart during the playoffs, just getting exposed by teams because they know that playing five out. One, it brings him out of the paint, so it's it frees up paint play. And he's also too slow to keep up with perimeter players. So I think, I think a lot of teams kind of, that was their out by bringing him out to the perimeter um, and eventually just got exposed. They had great role players. Um, Royce O'Neal was fantastic at the four, a six-foot-four power forward. Unbelievable, don't know how he was grabbing all those boards and he was just like kind of the he was kind of like the glue guy for that team him and joe ingles were kind of like the glue guys Mm. um yeah royce o'neill joe ingles bogdan uh, bojan bogdanovich um jordan clarkson um derek favors even Mm. um great role players jordan clarkson definitely deserved the six man of the year award he went absolutely crazy he was having like 40 point games like he was good for my multis. Um Love that man. <laughs> um, always pick the overs on Jordan Clarkson points. Um, he will always cash. Um, yeah. So very good year. I think this year they're the Smoky to win. Um, I think they're the the sleeper to win it all. Yeah. I definitely think they've got all the pieces. They've had a, like a lot of years of experience in the playoffs, and I think Donovan Mitchell's just going to take his game to that next level. Um, And I just think, yeah, it's very, it's gonna be a very good season. Regardless, I think if they all stay healthy, they have a genuine chance of beating teams like LA or both LA teams, Phoenix. um, Mm. Shit, I can't. Oh, Denver. um, Yeah, so they've obviously they can compete with the big teams, um, Mm. definitely. And we saw that last year with those win streaks, and obviously falling just short in the playoffs, but um, a great series against Memphis as well. I've got them winning fifty-five this year. Um I think that's around I think around the fifty-five fifty mark is probably the most reasonable mark you can have for a team like Utah. Rising Star, I've gone Jordan Clarkson. Um see uh, the sneaky star, most improved in Rising Stars were very hard to pick because they're a very veteran based team. Mm. Um so it was kinda hard to pick. Um it was kind of hard to pick team uh Players that were gonna really make that jump, and I think the outs the standout one is probably Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, um, Jordan Clarkson can still have a jump. He can still average twenty two points, twenty points a game. And I think I think seeing him be more of a playmaker as well. Obviously, that's not his job, but if he turned into a bit of a playmaker, averaged like five or six assists a game, I think his game would make a complete jump to the next level. Mm. Most improved and team MVP. Donovan Mitchell, I think he is, like I said before, borderline superstar. He will have an insane year. I don't know. It's just like he gets so into the game. He's very – I love when he trash talks his opponents. It's so good. Um, And he obviously obviously backs it up, underrated defender. Um, He's a great playmaker. And he's just like – he can just catch fire so easily. And I think it's so entertaining to watch, and it just shows how bloody good he is Um, as kind of the leader – in Utah. Uh, impact player, i have gone on Rudy Gay. Not Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gay. Um, I think he can, I think he'll probably come off the bench, I would say. But mm. he can kind of run that five man, four or five man and if teams decide to run five out, um, he's agile enough to defend the five. Mm. And I think, I think that's an impactful thing, having a player that can be a rotational piece on defense and very versatile on offense. He can play in the post, he can pop out for three, he can finish inside. He's very, he can score on all three levels and he's uh, he's very lanky. He's very long. So being a defender is quite um, – he's an underrated defender in my opinion um, mm. and definitely can be obviously agile enough to defend four and five if they decide to go five out. Mm. Sneaky start and this, one of the steals of the off-season in my opinion, um, Eric Pascal. Yes. I think he was a steal. They gave up, what, a second-round pick? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I didn't mention Hassan Whiteside in here um, simply because I think when I, when I think Sneaky Star, I think being able to put up like offensive numbers because like like things that show up, show up on the stat sheet. Obviously, Hassan Whiteside is, can be a stat sheet stuffer, but coming off the bench, he's not going to be doing that because Rudy Gobert will be getting the majority of the minutes. Um, Eric Pascal, I think, can come in and easily drop like 12 a game. 12 a night, five rebounds, two mm. or three assists. Um, I definitely think he can impact the game in many ways. Um, he's a sneaky star for a reason. Um, he had a great first year in Golden State. Obviously, missed most of last year. Um, but yeah, I have high hopes for I have high hopes for him, and I have high hopes for this Utah team, who I think can definitely make the push after a finals drought for a long time. Um, and yeah, I think they're the team to do it this year.
1: And yeah, they're um. When you're talking about the five out thing, that's become like a really important thing to have. If you can have a guy who can, who can play that five out position, and like yeah, Rudy Gay is, is definitely like that guy. Especially when they went to when Gobert was, um, like even though he kind of got exposed in again in that Clippers series when Favors was on the floor, it was even worse because he's 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 even slower. He's not as good as a defender, and he got in foul trouble and it. It um it just opened up the Clipper offense like so much more. So having someone like a Rudy Gay who can play that like out five is um is so important and like that's that's the biggest sign that people think um coming into this season. I got Jazz I say fifty seven to sixty wins. I actually do think like they can hit that because based off their previous years, they've been like a regular season team. They've like shined Sean shined <laughs> uh Sean in the regular season. Um and then they come to the playoffs and it's like they're kinda new to it and they're still trying to figure out things and there's certain holes that are pretty obvious. Um but they took a major step last year's Shaq um challenged Jonathan Mitchell to be like, you gotta be that um like next you gotta yeah you gotta be a winner and stuff like that. And he's like, bet um goes out and gets a, a fifty two win season in a seventy two win uh a seventy two game um, season is really impressive and i i honestly don't on on paper they don't look like a team that could hit that mark yeah we know we've we've seen what they're capable of another year with playoff experience i truly think they can get to that 60 like um win um, spot um sneaky star i've got Bogdanovich, I just look at him look at him as like a, a 20 point scorer on a on a contending team, which yeah. is bigger than people think. Um But yeah, that, that was a hard one to pick, obviously, because it's they're all kind of established. We know what we're gonna get out of them. Um but yeah, that's my sneaky star. Impact player, I got Joe Ingalls. Um bunch of guys go there. I was actually I was actually thinking Rose O'Neill as well um now that you can't kind of mention that just his like overall play especially at, at six four to play power forward um and do such a good job um he's definitely one of those impact players as well team m v p donovan mitchell manza <laughs> a like i wonder where he fits in that in that shooting guard um uh list because as you said it's like he's not there. He's not a superstar in the league yet, but he's a superstar for the Jazz. Um, and I'm wondering, like, where's his ceiling? Like, is he even going to go even further, like hit that 30 point mark? Like, it's so interesting to see where he's going to go. Like, super athletic. I love his, like, he's one of those players where I love his form, his jump shot. Um, it's, like, my favorite to watch in the league. Um, yeah, like, really athletic and pass a ball. He came in as, like, a decent defender. And I guess. Sometimes he's been exposed a bit, but he still is a good defender. Mm. He's one of like, if he's, I guess, motivated. He's a big um, body as
0: well. Yeah. Um, you, like he's 215, which is like, compared to Mike Conley, same height, 175. He's got like 40 pounds of Mike Conley. Yeah. Um, and like, it just shows that he can, he can play with the big boys, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He can definitely bully inside. Like he's had plenty of those um moments. Mm. um. Yeah, so yeah, I think with with the Nets, I see them as the only other team that can reach that 60-win um, season. Um, and the fact that they improved from last year is like so rare for the number one team in the league. Um, like adding, adding the bench pieces that they added. Um, I'm not sure how Whiteside's going to fit. I'm still excited to see how it's going to work. Um, but they do got to figure out and this is where Rudy Gay can come in. They got to figure out, um, you know, when when teams go to the that you know five out type of um, offense, they got to know how to combat that. And I think having even Rose O'Neill could even play that, as small as he is. Like Terrence Mann was playing the center spot, I think, at one uh, spot during this crazy season. Yeah, series. Um, but yeah, so even Rose O'Neill could play that um, five out spot. Um, so yeah, they, I think they actually have solved that problem, I guess on paper going into this season. Um, yeah. And that was like, again, I want to say um, shout out to the Clippers for, for, I guess, running that um, for making that adjustment because we saw how um, impactful it was and how it kind of exposed the jazz. Um, yeah. So that was good. Good on them. <laughs> um, yeah. And I say, yeah, they're a regular season team for the past couple of years. I think this can be like truly be the year where they become like a playoff team. I think if they don't make conference finals, it's a bust of a year. They've had so many years leading up to this. They've had a really good core for the past couple of years. Um plenty they've got their experience in the playoffs,
0: you know? They've got that. They've just got that team that um they've got that team on paper that's just like you look at it and you're like, fuck, that's a finals team. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. No,
1: they – exactly. And, exactly.
0: like, um, like, yeah, you're right. They've been a consistent playoff team for, what, five or six years? Yeah. um, Oh, maybe, yeah. Since – yeah, basically. But I think – Always competing, yeah. Always. And I think it's – it's their year. Like, they can – I don't know if they can beat the Nets in, like, a seven-game series. But still yeah. – like they're, they're definitely a smoky to win, and I yeah. think, um, I think they're very underrated in that aspect. They're a very underrated team, not a lot of teams talk about Utah. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why it's even more interesting because it'll start getting people talking about the Utah Jazz, even when they went on that streak last year. It hmm. wasn't like it's not like, um, people were talking about them all the time. I didn't hear much about Utah. Even yeah. though they were leading the league in wins. Yeah. Exactly. Um all right, yeah, let's that's me um, for the Jazz. Let's go to the let's go to Hockey Sixers. Oh. Do you want me to start that or do you want to start that? Um, I feel like you're waiting for this. Nah, you can you go, you go. Okay. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I think I think Philly had a good year. Um <laughs> No, I'm serious. I think they had no, a great I, year. I, I, me too. I, do. <laughs> I think they had a great year. Um, yeah. And like the, Embiid's, the Embiid-Simmons connection actually like seemed to work um, after all the year, after all these years. But then like it fell apart in the playoffs. Um, ben Simmons not taking the wide open dunk at the end of the Atlanta game and then getting kind of semi-called out by Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid, who's meant to be your like your guy. That, like, mm. unsettles a player. And a player like Ben Simmons, who has a, I would say, who has a very big ego, um, that's not good. Um, I think the falling apart in the playoffs kind of put Ben's career on edge, not edge. Like, he's not going to be out of the league, but, like, no, people, no. people have just said, you're not built like that. You're not confident. Like, that's fucking shit, like, to mm. hear that. And I'm not being biased because he's an Aussie, but like that's for any player, that shit. LeBron gets that all the time. Yeah. LeBron's been the best player in the league for damn near 15 years. Like, not discrediting anyone else, but like it's almost facts. Um, Seth Curry was probably the best fit they could have had as like that scoring option. Um, Mm -hmm. Having Embiid and Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris all play down low, which somehow don't know how that works. Um, not that Ben Simmons play down low, but play it like obviously the front court, a uh, down low front court. Mm. Having, having Seth Curry, Matisse Thibault, uh, Firkin Korkmaz, I don't even know how to say his name. Mm. Piris Maxey, Shake Milton as like your off-ball shooters kind of thing. He um, made them dangerous team. Um, Matisse Thybul obviously bringing the intensity on both ends. Um, he was the quiet achiever, and I think he'll always be the quiet achiever mm. um, for any team. Um Tobias Harris is a bucket, um, but kind of being inefficient, being inefficient for most of his career has been like my one knock on him. Yeah. Um, Other than that, I think Tobias Harris is a great NBA player. Mm. Um, I just think he's a bit inefficient. He's been inefficient for a while in his career. Yeah. Um, I got them winning 50 games, um, which is weird because I think there's going to be a lot of adversity for that Sixers team. Mm. Um, if Ben Simmons is still there by trade deadline, which I think, I think he will be, and I think Ben Simmons, I think Ben Simmons is dead serious about this because he does not give a fuck about wasting like giving his money to this organization. Yeah, he's like, I'm dead serious. I'll give you the money. I'm not playing. Like, I'll just pay you money. Um, I think oh, they can get so many good pieces for him. Yeah. It's the thing the thing is, is like Ben Simmons. I don't want to I don't want to delve too much into it because we're gonna do a separate episode on this. Mm. Ben Simmons is that franchise cornerstone type of player. Like he can be your franchise player regardless of like anything. He's yeah, he built, can. he's yeah. he's built like that. Yeah. Even when he wasn't shooting, he was still the franchise player. Even with Joel there, like honestly, when he started his career, it was like, oh. Oh, Ben Simmons is here. It's our franchise. It's like all this. Mm. Like he can go, for example, he can go to Minnesota. He can go to Portland. He can go to Cleveland. He can go Rockets. to Toronto. He can go to where? Houston. 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 The, the, he he's linked there. Sacramento, yeah. Which is now off the table. Yeah. And he'd be the franchise cornerstone. He'd be like, he'd be the guy. Mm. Um, maybe not Portland, but who knows? Yeah. Um, I just think, yeah. I, I don't know. I think I could have gone below fifty because I think there'll be a lot of like a lot of um, distractions. Yeah. Um, but fifty, I think, is like a safe bet. Rising star Tyrese Maxey. Um, I think if Simmons leaves, it'll just free up a lot of minutes, and he'll probably pop in as your as a starting point guard. Um, he can. He's a great scorer. Well, he's a good scorer. He's a good playmaker, and I think he's got a lot of room to grow. Um, he's got a high upside. He reminds me a bit of um, Shake Milton, who they also have, um, kind of just being able to come in and score the rock. He's very crafty as well. Mm-hmm. Motion improved.
1: Matisse Thiebel.
0: Yeah. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> you know <you're> <laughs> um, Can guard one through four. He's an elite shot blocker. Um, well, jump shot blocker. Mm. Um, and he's a very underrated, sc- not a scorer, not an underrated scorer, but it's just an un- underrated bucket. Um, and he's a great facilitator. A lot of work with the Boomers would have helped his progression a lot. Mm. Um, I think working with players like um, Joe Ingalls and like obviously Dante Exum and um, Paddy Mills, that kind of helps as well. The confidence of winning bronze carries over to the NBA now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there's just a lot of fuel for matisse Uh Team MVP, Joel Embiid, no questions about it. If he stays healthy... Health has been my biggest health has been everyone's knock on Joel Embiid for his mm. whole career. Um and I just think if he has a if he has a healthy year, he can win MVP. That's how good he is. Um mm. but yeah, there's not much I have to say about him M- I think everyone knows who he is and what he's like. Uh impact player, Seth Curry said before, I think his impact on offensive... offense event off, off offense his impact on the off- offensive end is second to none. He was dropping consistent twenty fives a game. Um, I just think he's like he's just like the spark. When you need a bucket, give the ball to Seth Curry and he'll create for you. Mm. Um, he's a very good off-ball shooter. He can run the point as well. He's a good playmate, playmaker, fuck, a good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good playmaker, yeah, uh, good playmaker. He can score on all three levels, um, and he's just yeah, he's a bucket. Um, sneaky star. It was kind of hard to pick because they have young, they have young talent, but they, it's not like they're stacked with young talent. I've gone Andre Drummond. Oh, um, which is which is weird because Yay. I just think I think he's an he he's obviously an elite rebounder. Um, I think being off the bench behind joel is a good fit, um, and kind of allowing as well MB to rest, and he can just fill the void. If if Embiid's injured, he's not a bad center to have as your starting center. Yeah, um, I think I think he'll be good off the bench. He'll be a lot better than having Dwight there. I think because he's a he's a low post threat as well, um, and he's really good in the pick and roll. So I think I think he'll have a lot more impact. I would say I didn't want to say impact player because I don't think he'll he I don't. It's minute dependent. Where huh. Seth Curry, I just think he's a bucket. Andre Drummond, sneaky star. He's going to come out of nowhere. People won't really expect anything from him, and I think he'll, I think he'll produce some good numbers and really affect the team's um, success this season. Mm. So that is me for the Sixers. Um, I'm very excited to hear what Lockie has to say.
1: I got this jersey from my girlfriend for my birthday. Shout out. Um, I was so happy. Nah, this is mean. But I was so happy it wasn't a Simmons jersey. <laughs> no. She asked
0: me too. She's like, should I get a Simmons jersey? <laughs> I was like, don't get a Simmons jersey.
1: Uh, okay, don't get me wrong. Um, he's still one of my favorite players in the league. I love watching him play. Um, yeah, that, that's that's what I feel about that. He's a mini... He, he, he deserves that... From a physical aspect, he deserves that... Um, mini LeBron type of comparison,
0: right? Big, it's like he's like a big LeBron. He's like 6'11". Yeah, yeah. Man, I guess,
1: yeah. Um, and the only thing he's lacking is, I guess, I guess that intensity. We'll, we'll talk about that in another episode, Doug.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to not talk about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Sixers. A team who I've recently migrated to. Uh Sorry, Sacramento, but you guys suck. So, I'm moving to the Sixers. I'm a big fan of Ben and um, and uh, I love Tobias Harris. I've loved him for like his whole career when he was with the Magic and with the Clippers. Um, obviously, Matisse Theibel, the GOAT. Um, yeah, i of our show. Yeah, he, yeah, the, the fucking man. Um, imagine getting him hung up for an episode. Oh, stop it. Do you want me to ask? Yeah. I got some, some Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah 50 wins i say the same i don't i'm worried about yeah camaraderie issues as well um but at the same time they're still a regular season team who have proven over the past couple of years that they're a top 3 team and i don't think they'll fall out of that top 3 um you know seed mm-hmm. um if if anyone in the in in that top 3 though they will be the team to fall mm-hmm. um i think they could go from the first seed to maybe the second or third, especially with nets and bucks. Um, Yeah. Especially with nets, probably having a huge season. Um, Sneaky star. I've got Seth Curry based off the fact that he he's a bucket and he, I want him to get a bit more ball this year. Um, I feel like having a, They've had like a big guy at point guard, you know, Ben Simmons, and you you know what you know what you're gonna get from him. He's gonna attack the rim, right? But if you've got a guy like Seth Curry who's who can operate, you know, in, on the outside and be be a threat there, it opens up your offense a bit more. You can even use you can even use Simmons as like a cutter, um, and if Matisse is on the floor, use him as a cutter, and you've still got shooters like Korkmas, um, Tobias Harris, um, Shake Milden. Like you still got shooters around, um, but with that, I think giving Seth a bit more ball, it opens up Simmons for more cuts and even Embiid for more, um, you know, kind of like dump offs and like pick and roll action, which I know isn't really his game, but it just, again, you're adding a bit more of a um, variety to your offense. Um, So yeah, Seth Curry for that sneaky star. I got impact player i got Ben Simmons because of what he can do all, all around the court. Um, but I do have Matisse Stiebel just yet. Yeah, we we know what he does. Don't need to say anything more about it. I hope he gets more minutes this year. Love that, man. He can potentially play that f- um, stretch four. Um, yeah, if they wanted to run like a small ball lineup. Yeah, he, he can definitely play that. And I just want a bit more improved shooting and scoring. I, I want him to back himself more. Um, it's a weird, it's a hard thing to do when you've got so many scorers around you, but I'd love to just see him take that next step for his offense because he could be, he got second-team all-defense last year. It's funny, the Sixers had three all-team defense selections last year, Embiid, Simmons, and Fiebel. Like, that's ridiculous. And, um, you know, he... Yeah, that's 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 where he gets his,
0: his impact from. And they he couldn't just, defend Atlanta. Yeah. Sorry,
1: Trey Young. That was oh, I understand we have so many defenders to throw at Trey Young. And Brandy. Danny Green as well. Oh fuck. <laughs> 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 um Team MVP, Joel Embiid, the heart and soul, I think I think of the of the Sixers. Um very entertaining to watch. Um you know, 27-plus um, point, like, big man. Um, can really do everything. We know him. Rising star, I've got Tyrese Maxey. With a Simmons trade, he could potentially be, a, like, a sneaky star or have, like, a big, um, big, big year. Um, but just based off what I've seen from him last year, he's, like, a really athletic guard, like, combo guard. who can shoot a really good slasher. And he has a lot of energy defensively. He has everything going for him. Um, so him and Thibel are the two guys that the Sixers need to keep no matter what trade things come up. Oh, well, oh, not no matter what. Obviously, there's some players that you need to just pull the trigger on um, if in a trade situation. But those two guys, I I want to see them um, grow with this team and coming in at similar times. Um, they definitely have that. They'll definitely have that um, connection together as those like young pieces on this um fairly veteran team yeah um and yeah i see i, I i'm really excited to watch the sixes this year i always am they have a lot to be excited about on paper they just have so much to be happy about like they got defenders at all positions they got shooters um you know like tobias harris is still up there as a really good scorer He's a really good locker room presence, um, a decent defender, better than people think. um, And someone who can post up as well. Like he's got a lot of great, um, I guess, perks about his game. Um, But only adding Drummond in, in the off season and not trading Simmons yet means that that spot in the top three could be jeopardized. Um, They've had enough experience in the playoffs over these past couple of years. They need to become a playoff team already. Like, yeah it's it's time um if anything, it's after this Simmons trade happens um or if Simmons shows a bit more motivation improvement um we'll see oh, man. yeah but they are still one of the best um they're still a top ten team in the league easy um yeah, so the future is interesting they've come to a head like the process is like I wouldn't, it doesn't, it hasn't failed yet completely because it's hard to put a, (laughs) it's hard to put a, um, measurement on that. Um, but yeah, I, I think they can only contend once Simmons it's based off what happens with Ben Simmons, whether he improves or whether they trade him, they can only contend when that happens.
0: Um, sorry. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um but yeah i i re- really am excited to watch them this year um but uh yeah we'll see that's the end of the return <laughs> yeah man I, I really
0: like doing this i hope you guys enjoyed watching it i yeah, we've, enjoyed we've loved doing this we've loved doing this series i don't know why it's just like awesome um being able to talk about the teams and what our expectations are not that we have much uh not that we have much uh, what's the word? reputation to say stuff like that, <laughs> uh, but we like to, we like talking about it. We um, like to dabble, yeah. And we hope you guys enjoyed it too. Um, let us know what you want to see from us. We're still trying to come up with a name for our new season. Basically, it's going to be like the pre-season series. Um, if you have any ideas on that, let us know. Um, ben Simmons episode, we'll talk a bit of John Wall uh, requesting the trade. Dame. Dame as well. Um, we're going to be doing uh season predictions, well, award predictions, uh breakout players, um, playoff seeding, everything you would expect from a kind of pre-season series. So we look forward to that. Um, any final thoughts, Locke?
1: Um, no, that's good. Let's go. Like I'm I'm really happy with with how we've done this, and thank you, everyone, obviously for the support. Um, yeah, we're gonna keep doing this. We're gonna keep grinding. We're so excited for this season, and so um, thank it's you for. It's gonna be support. one of the best seasons yet. Cool you reckon? It. Yeah. Cool it. There's uh-huh. a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, a lot of exciting teams. Yeah, sir. Um, yeah, let's fucking go. Stick
0: around, guys. Uh, make sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. Um, follow our socials and. uh Yeah, Yeah, you watched the final episode of The Return. We out. Also, if you want the shirt, uh, let us know. know. We'll be doing it at some point. Let's go.